0: Hello listeners, and welcome to Retrospective Replay Episode 7, a serialised podcast taking an in-depth look at video games. This is Resident Evil 4. (laughs) Ian and with me tonight is Michael. Hello, Michael. Hello, Ian. Do you know what I've just realised? What?
1: Season four is Resident Evil 4.
0: Yeah. It's like we planned. We planned it. It's like we planned it, yeah. Um, Yeah, it's all connected. (laughs) It's all connected. So for people that might be new, I just want to say what we are. Where have you been? Yeah, where (laughs) have you been? If you're catching us mid-season, it's a bit weird, but... If you are just catching this on the off chance, you know, we are a audio book podcast, really. That goes through video games, I suppose. I suppose how we say it. We're in, we go We're through so an, an
1: audio book. Well, Isn't...
0: audiobook style, let's yeah, call yeah. it. Yeah. Audiobook style podcast. We go through the plot of the game. We mix in the music. We mix in some sound effects, Some sometimes some funny sound effects. And try to be in depth as we can so there's lots of spoilers for if you haven't played yeah. these games before a lot of spoilers
1: but now that you've said that we're an audiobook style i now it gets me thinking where are people listening to us because you know people listen to audiobooks and stuff in all kinds of weird and wonderful places
0: if you do listen to us in a weird and wonderful place uh, put on twitter yeah or why do you listen to us i mean are we are
1: we part of a routine have we become part of someone's routine that would be cool
0: that would be cool actually
1: like every week they download it and listen to us while they drive to work or, I don't know, go for a run or something.
0: That's what I do. I download and listen while I drive to work just to make sure there's no major errors. And, you know, spoiler alert, I found a major error last week and I had to change it and re-up the episode. What was the major error? Oh, I just, when I was doing some of the sound, um, I managed to put the sound at the end of the podcast. Anyway, I just deleted it and re-uploaded it. Right, okay. It happens, you know, now and again. Uh right so socials Twitter Retro Replay Pod Facebook Retrospective Replay Podcast No patch notes this week so do you want to just jump straight in the game Yeah go cool. All right Chapter three four isn't it Yes that is the one and we start in the main hall at the very top where Luis died straight away you can see Ashley's health is back on the screen so you know she's around mm-hmm. then you can hear her struggling a bit. But before we engage with her, you're best off just grabbing grabbing some items. You know, there's a picture of Sadler. Yeah. And they're the ones that tend to move, and when you move them, there's like five thousand Pesetas behind them normally. We'll see Luis dead on the floor if you interact with him. They'll say they'll pay for your death, I promise. But what we really need to be doing is saving Ashley. So how long has she been bound for? Like in that gameplay? Twenty minutes? Probably, yeah. And nobody's been to Collector in that time. They're only just come to Collector now as we get there. How convenient. Can't get the help. Apparently not. But there's no one there at first. So you need get a gun out and shoot the restraints off her. Um, my weapon of choice here. My Christopher Walken was the uh, rifle. Yeah, I used to rifle with the scope. I'm not sure what the difference is when you, without a scope, though, because mine has a scope on it. Yeah, well, you can just zoom in more. Can you zoom in more? Because I'm zooming pretty far anyway. I'm going to have to buy one just to have a look. Well, I think I... Maybe...
1: No, it's... Had I replaced my sniper right by now? No. You
0: must have, because I've got the auto rifle.
1: I'm not sure if I got the auto rifle at this point. I think I might have got it afterwards.
0: Really? Okay. Maybe I did. I can't remember now. But you have to shoot all three restraints. And when you do, she kind of lunges forward. And she says, talk about a near-death experience... But then a lot of cultists start to come into the room and the music called Sweat starts to play. So Leon shouts, Ashley, get out of there. But the cultists then basically charge Ashley, don't they? And they try to pick her up and try to take her away. The
1: thing to say is that Leon's on a a platform high up, isn't he? Did you say that? Yeah. So you can't get down to her. So she's down, how high up would it be, would you say? 50 to 60 feet. Yeah, so you can't jump down and then she's down below and then you're basically trying to pick people off from on top of a platform
0: and then every time they pick her up you shoot a cultist in the legs and he drops her but like he's got it over the shoulder and then drops onto a marble floor she could very easily just crack her head open and die
1: yeah i went for headshots on the cultists because i was feeling <laughs>
0: yeah i didn't hit her though so that no, was good good so when you take out a few like there wasn't too many, you take them out and she runs for a door, tries to open the door and she says she can't get it open because it's locked <laughs> the door's locked, I can't open it and then more cultists appear and Ken will try and take out, but this time there's a red guy with something yeah. shining around his neck and when you take him down, he drops a key which Ashley can pick up, but you still have to take everyone down with the second lot of cultists it was some crossbow guys came out as well and started shooting yeah, yeah. back at me with where everyone dead and the red is down, Ashley grabs the key and runs over to the door that she tried before, and then opens it and goes through. The game then loads, and when it reemerges, we are Ashley. We are in control of Ashley.
1: This kind of remi- reminds me a bit of you know when you play of you know in Metal Gear Solid Two
0: when you start off as Snake and then you then you play as uh, Raiden. The start of Metal Gear Solid Two is phenomenal. Oh yeah, and
1: the Metal rest Gear of the Solid. game is still
0: good, but it's just when you're playing as Snake. In MGS2, right at the start on the tanga. Do you know yeah. what, you can skip that entire tanga section? Because Why? the game asks you, doesn't it? It says, are you familiar with Metal Gear Solid? Yes or no? And then it goes like, have you played Metal Gear Solid 1? Yes or no? And if you say no to them questions, the game starts you straight on the big shell. Why? I don't know. But if you say yes, I'm familiar, it then puts you as Snake on the tanker, which is like, it's it's got to be an hour's worth of gameplay, at least,
1: I remember playing Metal Gear Solid 2 for the first time and then being really disappointed when I be- was, became Raiden. I was like, no, I want to be Snake.
0: Yeah, everyone wants to be Snake, surely. Yeah, but I mean, you know, it, it was a good game. It was a very good game. Maybe one for the future? Not the best, though. What one is the best? Snake Eater. Metal Gear Solid 3, yeah. Do you
1: think? By far the best game of the whole series. I haven't played the last, last one, though, so.
0: It was really good, the last one. Five? The one so that had it's... the Phantom Pain as just pro- prologue to it. Yeah, no, it was the Phantom Pain, wasn't it?
1: I thought the fa- the Phantom
0: Pain was a short. Um... Hang on. Well, uh, solid games. What do half. Phantom Ground Zeroes was Ground the, zeros, the short yeah. one, okay. and the Phantom Pain being the uh, the main one. Yeah, both very good. Anyway,
1: we've gone off topic, sorry.
0: We have. Where were we? Yeah, we have, we're Ashley. Ashley. What I was going to say was, I don't like this part of the game. And I guess it's probably because of the feeling of vulnerability you have as Ashley. There's very little you can do to defend yourself. And you've always got this sense of dread with enemies, I find.
1: Yeah, but I mean, it is. it makes the game very different. It's, it's something different. I think, you know, it was a, I think it was an interesting thing to do. Because other than that, you're running around with a shotgun and you're pretty much nearly invincible.
0: Well, yeah. So as Ashley, we're in another part of the castle, we have an empty inventory. So we can pick a few things up around here. First of all, there's a yellow herb and a spinel in this first area. Moving on forward, and you see a cultist, and whenever you see a cultist sees us, the music of or starts to play. Now we can do two things really, we can escape from cultists or we can attempt to destroy them, kill them. So Ashley can crawl under tables and objects and things where other people can't, which is quite good. But there's also lanterns on tables, and you can pick them up and throw them to burn the cultist. But Ashley auto-aims it, so you just one extra to her, press X, and she picks it up and automatically throws it directly at the cultist. So you beat the first guy, and then you move... I I don't have to, I suppose, but you go into the next room. And there's two ways to get here. There's a crank door, or there's a sneaky little hole on the right-hand side of the wall. So you move into the next area, and again, you can put yourself in a corner under some tables yeah. where the cultists can't get to you, which... Did you do that?
1: No, I killed the cultists about the times to that were there.
0: Well, I killed them as well. It's just you can do it from the corner where they can't actually get oh, to you, okay. and then you use the lantern. But then we have to use two cranks to open the door. I don't understand the point of having two cranks. I don't know. <laughs> Me either. So I use the two cranks. When you use one crank, I think it opens a grate horizontally, and the next one does it vertically, something like that. Yeah. Then we can move forward. This goes down a corridor, and to the left-hand side, there's a door with a room. And this room is actually the final exit, but we can't leave yet, as you need, like, something to put in a centre crank in the room. If you go up the wall... Ashley, this, this is ridiculous. She says, I feel a draft coming from behind the wall. Maybe there's a secret passage... Is that really her first thought when she feels the draft? Well, maybe. I don't know. Maybe. It's a weird, She's
1: already seen lots of weird things in this castle.
0: Yeah, she has. It's a big castle as well. Yeah. We don't know any of it right now. And on the table, there is a note labeled the Butler's Memo. This reads Knowing that Sir Ramon Salazar has no family. Lord Sadler must have used his strong faith in the Los Illuminatos to his advantage to talk Sir Salazar into undoing the seal of the Last Plagas once done by his ancestor. Sir Salazar would never do such a thing unless he was in some way being used unknowingly. I should have sensed the Lord's dirty scheme sooner. I feel I'm partly responsible for all of this. I have no idea what the Lord is planning, but Sir Salazar was just being used. It is too late, however, Sir Salazar has already taken the plaga into his body. There is no turning back once the plaga has turned into an adult in the body. The plaga parasite will not die unless the host dies. There is no cure. Perhaps Sir Salazar may have been vaguely aware of the Lord's plan all along, but it is so hard to tell. Nevertheless, there is nothing I can do about it now. I have served the Salazar family for generations. I'm prepared to continue my services until the very end. See, you call it Sir
1: Salazar. When I saw S-R, I, I thought it was Señor, because they're Spanish. Oh,
0: maybe it is. Señor Salazar. Maybe it is Señor Salazar. I don't know. That's why I read it. Yeah, you're probably right. It probably is Señor Salazar. Yes,
1: señor.
0: It's just strange, because it's like everything's in Spanish, but it reads in English. Later on, you find a note, and it reads in English, but you can see the note of the picture in the background and obviously it's all in spanish so i'm starting to think do these people speak spanish and can read these things but then why doesn't leon speak spanish to anybody too many inconsistencies this i'm gonna i'm gonna rate this game one out of ten it's broken the the realism for me anyway turn around push on down the corridor to another door into a loading screen and we end up a new area and now ashley has a torch where did she keep her torch michael I don't want to say. <laughs> <laughs> Dual function torch. Yeah, I have, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but she's never had one before. She's wearing a woolen vest with no sleeves and a short skirt. Where does she keep the torch? Why did I have the ball, Bart?
1: Why did I have the ball? I don't know. Um <laughs> yeah it makes no sense and they were outside and it was dark and stuff before and she never pulled out her torch before exactly so yeah but then where's
0: leon's attache case (laughs) well yeah that's true where does he put his attache case (laughs) Hmm. well in this new area there's not much like to explore straight away you can push a bookshelf out of the way to find a hidden button and pressing this button opens a barrier moving through this barrier shows another switch, and when you press that, it closes one barrier, then opens another. This point, this bit seems totally pointless to me. That allows you to move on to find a stone tablet on the mantelpiece of the fire next to another button, which you press, which then closes another door and opens the first door, which you go back through to press the original button, which opens the way to the end. I mean, I don't know. It didn't feel like a puzzle. It just felt like it was there to slow you down.
1: Yeah, it does. It seems pointless
0: anyway this takes us to a like a stone dungeon corridor isn't it it's really dark um the corridors very narrow completely stone um but as soon as you cross over the threshold of the door the music evil malaise starts to play and you know the definition of malaise' feeling
1: like uneasy simply. yeah yeah.
0: It, yeah which is which is probably perfect name for it isn't it Yep, malaise. It's um, down here as a general feeling of discomfort, illness, or unease whose exact cause is difficult to identify.
1: I'm showing it from either Latin, French, Mal is the French for sick.
0: Right, probably, probably all from Latin then, I guess. Yeah. And it's even darker now. So as you push on down the corridor, there are suits of armor that you walk past, which are super creepy. But at the end, there's a... What you could you call it? A block shift puzzle. You know them kids' toys where it's like a a tile puzzle? A
1: sliding puzzle. It's a sliding puzzle or a sliding tile puzzle or a combination puzzle. So there's like three by three. So there's meant to be nine tiles, but there's eight in there. And then there's one space. And then you have to move it around until you make it look like a picture.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And then you put in the last piece that we got from the mantelpiece to complete the picture, which is a coat of arms. This opens the door in front, which takes us to a small, what would you call it? Is it like a dining area or like a small kitchen? Looks like it's possibly an area for servants, right? Did it take you long to do that puzzle? Yes, God It did. took me forever. I, I reckon it took me probably about four minutes to do that puzzle. I just could not seem to get what I wanted. It took forever. Well, I had a look
1: online for what the solution was afterwards. And supposedly you can get it in like really quickly, like just by in a couple of moves. Yeah. Obviously, I had it all jumbled up, so that didn't work for me. So then I had to do it. Yeah.
0: So in this next area, there's a chest with a gold bangle. And there's a, a top half of armor with the Salazar family insignia on it. When you take this, the door closes and the armor spins on a lazy Susan. In its place now is a chest. And when you open the chest, there's a serpent ornament, which then by taking that that causes the door to reopen I guess this is just a method to force you to take the, the piece so you yeah. don't not leave the area without it yeah because you can't get back there so the door opens and I hate this bit I don't know why it just freaks me out um, and you hear some heavy footsteps and then the armour has come to life and it's now chasing us
1: oh there's something actually um, in the HD project where they, they there was the option to turn on the classic camera for Ashley something oh, like that oh yeah so it's kind of more kind of it's even more eerie and intimidating when you cause she's, she's kind of a bit you, it's darker and a bit more kind of far away you can't the, really see uh, it as much.
0: are the cameras fixed or is it still I, behind her it's still behind her I think right
1: I think you were saying it's more like the classic Resident Evil right oh i gonna try and track
0: that out but yeah you know exactly what's going to happen as soon as you saw those suits of armor oh yeah, yeah so the armor's then chasing us and it's got a huge axe I didn't get, didn't get near me because you're a lot faster than it anyway.
1: Oh, yeah, I just ran. I didn't look behind me. I just ran and went.
0: Yeah. Um, and as you run and leave, the other armor that we'd run past originally has now positioned itself with the weapons above its head ready to strike. And whenever you go past it, it's a QTE, which allows you to dodge, and the armor lunges forward, attempts to hit us, but it hits the ground when we dodge and destroys itself. It disintegrates. Uh, so you run out there as fast as you can till you hit the loading door, just so you can uh, make sure you've escaped that other piece of armor that's trying to attack us. There's not many enemies in this game that open doors, is there, really? No. no. The only thing that it's a lot later, which I'll talk about mm, about two weeks' time, are them regenerator guys. They oh, yeah, doors. you can't get away from them, yeah. Oh, they're horrible. They're worse than the armor. So you run back to that door with the secret area, put the insignia into the middle crank, and turn it, which moves the wall to reveal a large ladder going up. So you climb the ladder and there's nothing more than just a few long corridors which takes us to the end uh, where a door is and where Leon is. As the door opens, we immediately go into a cutscene where Ashley runs to Leon and gives him a big hug and Leon says he did it. Then Ashley goes to apologise saying sorry if I was. Leon cuts her off and says don't worry about it. Come on, let's move on. So they made up. They made up. That's end of chapter. So that was a short chapter. The next one's considerably longer, but uh, mine stats so amazingly. I didn't get a hundred percent hit ratio; I got ninety four. I only got seventy three. All oh, right, okay. I thought I'd get a hundred. You should get a hundred percent because I threw one of the lanterns when a guy was running and it didn't hit him direct. And I thought, I wonder if that's why.
1: No, yeah, but this this chapter also includes those
0: uh, cultists. Yeah, of course it does. Yeah, so I got. Oh well, okay. So 94 and 80 total. I'm an 81 total. Right, still 1% in it. Uh, 11 enemies killed, 375 total. I killed 9 and 331. Uh, died zero eight 8 total.
1: I died 0 and 9 total. All
0: right. Does that include your you three or is that your. I took off the to three, so it's right, okay. 9. Okay. So onto the next chapter, 4 1. So immediately it starts off and says, You have received items from Ashley. And for me, I think I had some herbs and bullets, some pistol ammo. Yeah, pretty much the and, same. And then you get whatever money, a couple of thousand. Leon, immediately, gets a call from Salazar. Can I ask a question? Yes. Why don't? Why can't you use Ashley to carry things later on? Well, that's it. She clearly hadn't had an to case with her. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good point. Salazar calls and says, "What a touching moment we have here." And Leon tells them "All spoiled. Thanks for your interruption." Why don't you do us all a favour and leave before the audience gets. I'm allowed to swear. We don't put it down as the explicit, do we? You can beep yourself out. Yeah, okay. Before the audience gets pissed off. Is that really swearing? I'm, no, probably not. I mean, I think they say it in The Simpsons, to be honest.
1: It's just in. I'm pissed off.
0: Yeah, you're not saying, you motherfucker.
1: <laughs> now you can beat me. <laughs>
0: Salazar replies, saying, you're nothing but an extra in my script, so don't get too carried away. Your biggest scene is over. Leon's retort is, I don't ever remember being a part of your crappy script. Salazar replies, well then, why don't you show me what a first-class script is like through your own actions? Uh, That's the weirdest interaction. Yeah. Of metaphors, just wow. I don't know why. It just feels unnatural. It does feel unnatural, yeah. So, we're back exactly where we started on the last chapter at the top of the hall area. But now there's only one way to go. And if you're looking at the map, that's back at north on the map, up on the map. Yeah. Whatever you want to call it. Through a door into a new area. And this new area has this weird, large vehicle. It's got like massive wheels, but the wheels are like cogs with a platform on the top and it runs on tracks. But the tracks are like flat, you know. Cogs for a lot of back, for a better word like a worm mm. gear type of thing. No, not sure how to describe it, but it just means all it can roll is forward and back about a hundred feet. So you jump on that, and Leon tells Ashley to wait. You move over to the other side through a door into a new area, which is obviously very hot because you have heat haze for starters. It's like kind of red, and what is it? Is it lava? Must be lava. Yeah, it's um, molten in- iron.
1: I think it's lava, like molten rock or something.
0: Yeah, I think so. So there's a camera, immediately moves around the area to show us there's a chest that we need to get to. What you see is a Ganado, then man, a kind of a mechanical dragon. Yeah. It's like the face and the neck of a dragon that then leads to a pillar where he comes out of and... The first one's pretty easy to get to. As it's coming towards you, you can just shoot him with a pistol or a right foot. which will then cause the cause to the drop off into the lava, and then the dragon also sort of disintegrates away into the lava as well. When you do this, that brings up a chest in front of us, so we can run down and grab the chest, which I think had 5k in it. So the next bit, there's a Lazy Susan for us to go through. I don't understand the point of that. It's like a rotating Lazy Susan with two doors and a fence, so you jump through the gap. Um, run the other side and wait for the gap to come or just jump on the gap and wait and then jump off the other side it, was, it just slows you down slightly I guess yeah. when you get the other side there is another dragon that activates and you're attacked and the dragon killed a Ganado for me by mistake right. of course but defeating that one which again isn't too hard you just get to the side of it because eh? it's not very quick it takes ages to to come down you can hear run on tracks can't you it goes, it clicks yeah, yeah. um and i shot the guy which then caused another chest to pop up with an illuminato's pendant so i had two at this point running down towards where the chest is causes a third and final dragon to appear and this one is quite hard to kill
1: Yeah, because it's really hard to get an angle on the guy.
0: Yeah, you might probably do it the same way, but I ran to one side, wait till it turned and attacked me, and as it attacked me, I ran to the other side. So say I went all the way to the left, it attacked me, I ran ran all the way to the right. So before it had time to finish its attack and turn, I then shot the guy. Yeah,
1: as long as you avoid the fire that it breeds out behind the wall, you're fine.
0: When you beat this one, It causes the dragon to collapse, and then a platform of like stairs raises out of the lava to the chest. And in the chest is a lion ornament. So you grab that and then backtrack to Ashley.
1: There was also a pendant, an illuminados.
0: Yeah, yeah. I said that one off the second chest. Okay. So now we have to backtrack, don't we? All the way to the first wall that originally closed on us when we met Salazar. But fortunately, we don't need to walk it.
1: There's a very convenient cart. Yeah. Like on tracks or something. It's like a mine cart, but it's more fancy.
0: Yeah, it's far more fancy. It's got like really nice sort of uh, leather plush seating. Yeah. Looks like, uh, what are them sofas? The nice sofas. Uh, long. No. I can't remember what it's called. Man, it's like an English sofa, I think. Chippendale. No. Hang on. See if I can find it sectional, Chesterfield. Okay. It looks like, a the you know, the pattern looks like a Chesterfield. Hold on, I'm going to Google that. If you do Chesterfield sofa.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, first of all, it showed me where I could buy sofas in Chesterfield with an <laughs> images, it showed me. <laughs> yeah, 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 no, it is. That's yeah, what it looks that's like. like a
0: Chesterfield. With
1: the button, kind of buttons on it.
0: Yeah. So anyway, that takes us all the way back to that area, the first bit, which is a nice, quick way of getting there. You get out, and we go back to that wall. And when you interact with it, it says a beautiful decoration, but something is missing. And then you have to put in the item and then what the first one. And of course, it is still not complete. Then you click them again, put another item. Then it goes, it is still not complete. Then you're going to put it again and another item. And you know, Mm -hmm. it feels like you're going to repeat this, but eventually it opens up. But actually, in this case, it goes down over on itself and allows us to go through. Then the next room, there's a stairway to the right, which actually just leads up to the balcony that Salazar was originally at, which I thought was quite a nice little touch. Yeah, yeah. You know, he didn't just walk off down some random thing that didn't exist. You know, it was like, oh, you could actually interact with it. And here, there was a, um, a saddler painting when you were in with that, and you got 5k out of it. Otherwise, nothing else.
1: It's good to give you all that free money.
0: Yeah. So if you go through the next door, at the bottom of them stairs, it takes us to another minecart, which brings us to the top of the castle. Again, there's another painting in there that gives us 5k. And for us, now this is where the game changes a bit because we're playing on easy. So I'm going to stop playing games on easy for the podcast now. I'm going to go on normal because we've actually missed out a bit of stuff. But
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I mean, the story, the story is the important part. It doesn't really affect the story.
0: It doesn't affect the overall story, but you do miss out on a note, surprisingly.
1: All right. Okay.
0: Not that it matters too much, but I'll tell you what you know what it is. In this area, if you go to the right, there is a merchant room where the music serenity starts to play. And here, there was a note called Sample Received. Yeah. You actually find this note later on if you play on normal, but for now it was in uh, in here. And it says, As you may have heard, Louise Serra has been disposed of by Lord Sadler. The Sample is back where it belongs. I had hoped that the whole matter could be resolved without troubling the Lord. However, as long as the sample is safe, we can all rejoice, for our time is nearly at hand. Now that the sample is back in our safe hands, it is a bit more difficult for that troublesome woman to get it. The troublesome woman? Mm Mhm. It's Eda, isn't it? Yeah. In light of all this, it is unfortunate that Sarah had to go. Like us, he would have had a bright future if only he had shown faith in our beliefs. As for the other two Americans, the Lord has left the matter in our hands. We must not disappoint the Lord. We shall capture Ashley and take her to the Lord and dispose of the American agent. I I know why the the, the notes are here, to help progress the story, but why are the notes there? Why would he write that down and then leave it there?
1: Um, for reasons?
0: (laughs) Yeah, reasons.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I I don't... I mean, but... You just kind of have to put away your sense of... I don't know.
0: Mm. Well, anyway. So, at this point, I spoke with the merchant. Welcome! I upgraded my gun a bit. What are you buying? And then I sold a few items. What are you selling? I think I might have attempted the next gun game, because you can hear.
1: Yeah, I think I did. I, I kind of got a bit bored of it once you yeah. once I knew there was only for bottle caps. Or yeah. one of those little ornaments.
0: Yeah, it's fair enough. Um, so you leave, go out the door to the other side of the corridor and into this room, and there's a weight puzzle. So it's just like in the first room where we had to do two buttons. This time we have to do four buttons. So you stand actually on one button and there's two giant statues to move on the other two buttons. Then the final button, we stand on it as Leon, which opens the door. And in the next room, Salazar's waiting for us. And he says, I think you've lived long enough. Let's see if you can survive this time. And then the ceiling starts to drop down and it's got spikes on as it descends. Yep. Ashley shouts no and uh, Salazar laughs like a maniac and runs out of the room. So here, did you figure out the trick straight away or not? Yeah, I
1: saw the lights on the roof and shot them.
0: Right, because if you're not fast enough uh, like me, Ashley then says, hey, look, there's some stuff on the roof. Mm. So you just shoot out these four like lights, I guess, and stops the ceiling from falling down. Yep. So I think the door's closed, and there's only one way forward, so we continue. And it's not long before something else happens. As Ashley and Leon are moving through a corridor into a next room, some grates drop down the door, and Ashley is blocked off from Leon. Then this kind of tunnel digger thing starts up, doesn't it? Yeah. And starts to come down slowly, and it's going to pin Ashley to the, the grate. Well, or probably slice it the bits. So all you have to do is get a gun out and shoot the two ganados. But it's got like a like I say, it's like a tunnel digger. It's got like a big spinning cone on. It's kind of like in the
1: Teenage Mutant Ninja
0: Turtles when they have
1: that thing that borrows down. Was that in the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Did they have a thing for getting away that the shredder and them that would borrow down into the ground and had kind of a, a nose on it like that.
0: Uh, maybe if you've seen The Incredibles, too, the, the 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 miner or what he's called, the underminer, he has like a giant one, doesn't he? Ninja. Ninja Turtles shredder vehicle. Yeah, okay, that's it. So I'm not sure what it's called. The transport module, apparently.
1: Yeah, that's what it's like. The I, the problem with me here is, you say you take out a gun and shoot them. Uh, I got actually killed here. Right. Because what I did is I was like, oh, I have a rocket launcher.
0: Okay. But that didn't
1: stop them. I hit really? them with the rocket launcher. Nope. Wow. I hit the, I hit, the, well, I, I aimed for the vehicle itself and it just mm-hmm. didn't seem to do anything. Right. And then they just plowed on into her. Oh, man. I think they might have killed me as well.
0: Right. Aren't so they? Move? Had to, I can't remember. Yeah, reload. Well, you'll yeah. find out on the deaths, on your stats. Once you kill the two guys, the vehicle still comes at you, but the door then opens when they're dead and she runs in. And then in this room, there's a bit of stuff. There's a chess set and a queen's grail. So now we have to leave this area. But before we continue, if we weren't playing on easy, you could go right from where the merchant is. And this takes you into a room where you pick up the king's grail and then all it is, it's like a demi-boss fight where there's loads of them suits of armor come to life oh, and start okay. attacking you. And what you do is you shoot them in the head. And the reason they're alive is because there's a last plaga inside, of course. Mm. And then the last plaga comes out and you have to kill them. Then you just leave and you go back to where we are. So this comes to another corridor with some cultists at the end. And as long as you don't get too close, it won't attack you straight away. So I, th- I think I pulled out my rifle and started shooting. Just
1: started
0: blasting. I started blasting. Bam! Wow. Bam! Just started blasting, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you kill all the Gnardas and Savia through another door, which then takes us to a very similar-looking corridor where the room, the, the windows are looking outside, the wind is blowing, the crickets are chirping, uh, and there's a door in front. If you jump over the wall this time, you couldn't in the previous one, but you can in this, you go up a ladder and you get a butterfly lamp which you can put them uh, them novel- novelist eyes in the bug eyes in. Jump back down, and the next door doesn't require any keys. That's handy. So as you move through, there's a giant thing in a large hall. It's a dance hall, actually, apparently. How would you describe it hanging from the ceiling? It's like a chrysalis or something. Yeah, that's a good one, a chrysalis, giant chrysalis, but it's massive. And then as we pass under it, a cutscene starts. And we see that from the eyes of a flying bug, everything's a bit red. It's got a red tint on it. And it swoops down and grabs Ashley and takes off. Uh, Leon shouts at Ashley and then more bugs start surrounding him. And he says, great, more of them. So the bugs attack us. And they only, do they not only drop green eyes, but they also drop blue and red eyes, which I think we were talking mm-hmm. about just yeah. last week, week before. Yep. Which go into the butterfly lamp so you can fit the butterfly lamp with red, green and blue eyes. So, we need to try and escape. If you continue running around, you find a lever to pull. And when you pull this lever, it causes a drawbridge to drop down. But this drawbridge is being held up to the wall with some chains. So, you shoot the chains and that causes it to drop, uh, allowing us to get through. But that chrysalis, you know, you can actually shoot it and it blows up.
1: Oh, I did not know that. I just kept away from it.
0: Yeah, and it drops loads of green, uh, not green, uh, loads of eyes, red, green, and blue eyes, like about 10 of them.
1: I did not know that.
0: Nor did I. How did you find that out? I was looking at a YouTube video to get the extra bits that we had missed. And then I saw that and I was like, oh. Okay. So through the next door where the drawbridge was is a merchant. So you can buy and sell things if you need to. I don't think I did anything with him, to be honest.
1: No, I don't think I did either.
0: As we move forward, Salazar calls and says, I wonder if you can see me, Mr. Kennedy. Leon replies telling her, if you scratch her, I'll break your bones. But Salazar tells him to wait to see if he can make it that far, and he'll be waiting for him. Then from where he is, Leon gets his binoculars out and sees Salazar with Ashley walking next to him, uh, being led inside the Watchman's hallway. So on the next area, it's easy for us because it's actually, we're we're playing on easy, so we've actually missed some of the game. But on normal, what happens is some catapults attack and the music of death from above starts to play. Okay. you have to go over the first bridge which we did but then you need to go into the clock tower in this clock tower there's lots of gears but they're all got like wooden blocks jamming them up so you have to shoot the wooden blocks work your way all the way to the top and pull a lever so it doesn't seem that hard but it, it's cut out for some reason however there was a note here that I didn't find anywhere else called a ritual preparation did you read that one?
1: no because yeah. I didn't get to note
0: yeah, but the other note, like the, like I'm saying, the previous note was actually in, in the other place, but that moved it to oh, okay. the merchant. So I don't know where this is on easy, if it's anywhere. But anyway, this goes on to say, Thanks to the efforts of the Navistadors, we have been able to recapture Ashley. You, you know, this happened, what, not even five minutes ago. So did it happen? And he wrote this note out very quickly when he was Left. in the tower, putting the wooden blocks there to leave it there for Leon. That's just yeah. ridiculous. We shall prepare for the sacred ritual as quickly as possible and make Ashley an official member of the Lost Illuminatus. While we prepare for the ritual, for those you who feel inclined can attend to our American friend. We should be able to hold off our friend for at least a little while by jamming the gears in the clock tower with something. Oh, that's probably why you don't see it, because it wouldn't uh, make much sense. Uh, yeah. I think if we jam the gears in three places, it should give us enough time to prepare everything for the ritual. Now go and entertain our American tourist. So actually, this looks like a memo, doesn't it, for uh, the the guys? Yeah. For the the cultists. Mm. So, like I said, you pull the lever, which causes the bridge to move around. Um, but for us, that lever was just outside on the bottom, wasn't it? And as it swings round, we move on to the next room. So again, because we're playing on easy, I'm sick of saying this, I'm not going to play a game on easy again now. There was actually lo- meant to be loads of guards on the bridge, but for us there was none. And as we go into this room, there's a Garador. The music Garrido plays, but there's meant to be two Garridos, and we only had to fight one. Yeah. Yeah, so it's a bit...
1: It was easy when it was only one.
0: Yeah, it was. I think we're shortchanging people here, aren't we?
1: No, because it doesn't affect the story.
0: <laughs> okay this garage over for I me mean, was pretty straightforward I just stood at the bottom with a rifle I shot the bell and then when he turned around to go for the bell I shot the plaga on his back but he never really attacked the bell because I'd shoot the plaga before he could even do anything and there's a couple of other guys but you have to go through the door at the end of the corridor and I got up a couple of sets of little stairs and the next room is basically pretty much the same looking thing there should have been some guys there but there wasn't and you go through the final door to the cutscene that plays. Leon shouts for Ashley. And Salazar's there and says, Mr. Kennedy, don't you know when it's time to throw in the towel? Salazar pushes a button and the floor gives way under Leon and he falls down. As he's fallen, he throws out a grappling hook. Where's where his grappling hook exactly previously to this? Maybe that could have come in handy a couple of times. Yeah. And this embeds itself into the wall and it stops his fall salazar is listening in on like this um like a trumpet like an ear horn or an ear trumpet
1: an ear horn yeah an ear
0: horn a listening and, horn yeah yeah and then salazar says where's the satisfying sound of one impalement it's like mr burns isn't it yeah beyonce says, won't fall for this little trick and then he shoots a bullet into the ear horn which causes a loud sound which like uh, annoys salazar Salazar then says, how dare you, no more games, kill him. And then he turns to one of his Verdugo bodyguards and tells it to kill. The bodyguard then leaves and Salazar jumps off the throne and walks off, telling the other Verdugo, quickly, we shall prepare for that ritual. Then this other bodyguard pushes Ashley along and she says to herself, Leon, you're still alive. So we hit loading screen. And Leon gets safe on the ground and gets a call from Salazar. Salazar tells him, so maybe you have nine lives, but it doesn't matter now, Mr. Kennedy. I've sent my right hand to dispose of you. And then do you remember what the, the next line is absolutely stupid? Uh, Leon asks Salazar, oh, your yeah. right hand comes off.
1: Your right hand comes off, yeah.
0: It's, it's just like, no. What? And then he's
1: like, "Die, you worm.
0: Yeah. Yeah, die you worm. It's, it's didn't the the writing and vagrant story was much better than this. Wasn't oh yeah, it? it was
1: much better. Yes.
0: Yeah, because I called him a worm in that, doesn't he? But it's much better overall. So we're now in an underground sewer. Straight away, there's a crown on a dead guy. So make sure you pick that up. There's a bit of ammo and there's yellow herb. And now, if you talk to the merchant, welcome. He has some new items got
1: some rare things on sale stranger
0: this merchant gets everywhere he does get everywhere and he has the striker shotgun so did you pick the striker up at any point
1: mm, did i i did yes
0: you did yeah all right i haven't taken it i've nearly beat the game now i've, I've nearly haven't taken i'm still got my right gun
1: although i did find i was starting to run out of ammo yeah the, the guns i mean yeah yeah, ammo is the annoying thing in this game, but might be it.
0: Well, if you do a new game, plus you'll not run out of ammo. Okay. So you have to move up a large ladder and then through the sewers, which is leading to a door. And as we get towards the end of the sewers here, we see from some eyes that something is watching Leon. You get at the end of the sewer and you pass through the door, which puts us into an underground maintenance area. Machinery is humming and lights are flickering moving forward slightly we see from the eyes of the creature again and it moves at very high speed doesn't it and it hits the door and if you turn around look at the door the door's all bashed in and and you can't open it again it's kind of like predator it is yeah at the end of this area is a control room where we need to go to get the power onto the elevator again and as we do we get as we walk towards the control room we get some qtes and we're getting attacked now by an unknown entity but we're only getting attacked by the tail and did did the tail remind you of the alien from uh, Aliens. Yeah, yeah. this alien. big spiky
1: tail comes down through the roof.
0: Yeah, the xenomorph from Alien, I should say. As we start getting attacked, the music cold, sweat starts to play. We get into the control room and find a unit and pulling this lever causes the door to lock and a message says please wait three minutes for the elevator to arrive. The boss then drops down and attacks us and it does look like the alien the xenomorph, I think. Yeah, it does. But there's a game called Killer7, which was another Capcom game, which, as you know, there's a magnum in the game called Killer7, and this enemy, this boss, looks like an enemy out of Killer7. So you just copied and pasted it? I think it was just more of like a... Is it part of the same universe? No, it's not part of the same universe, but... I think it was kind of like based on like kind of it's a I don't know like a precursor to it in a way I suppose it's like a prototype design I think they just wanted something to you know put around the two things but uh, so this boss how did you get on with the boss
1: Uh, I think I died once um, but after that so you need to knock over canisters of liquid nitrogen to freeze him
0: Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. And then you can um, shoot him once you do that. Then you can First shoot otherwise him. otherwise he's bulletproof, basically.
1: Yes. However, um, I also just decided then that I was going to run away from him until right. the lift came. Okay. The elevator. Because, well, I didn't need to kill him. Yeah. So uh, I tried it once I died, and then I decided to just wait for the elevator.
0: Right. Okay. I mean, that is one strategy you can do. I froze him and then pulled out my rocket launcher, which we'd got from the...
1: Well, yeah, didn't even kill him one. Yeah, I had wasted my rocket launcher on that bloody earth-boring machine.
0: Ah, yeah. So I just bloomed to bits straight away, you know, the first canister. So the boss was alive for 10 seconds. Uh, And when you kill him, you get a crown jewel, which you can then put on the Salazar family crown, which is worth 48,000 when you sell it. See? I didn't get that. Cassatas... I'm just wondering, i know it's I know it's not a currency they use anymore, but what is forty eight like thousand it's about three it's about three hundred euros so it's not not very much for a gold family crown is it no so yeah anyway, once you leave and the elevator arrives once you kill the boss, the elevator arrives straight away. you don't need to wait the three minutes um you jump on the elevator and write it down. this starts in the cutscene for us, and on the the fortress in the island, Sadler is on his throne. And there's a, um, a really, like, jacked up dude kneeling in front of him. And his face is covered in scars. Yeah. Sadler says, it seems that Salazar's having difficulty taming the American pig. Salazar had his chance, Krauser. Go get the girl. Oh, and dispose of the swine while you're at it. And Krauser says, consider it done. And that's end of chapter.
1: And then I was asking myself, who is this guy? Yeah. Did you know him?
0: No. Okay. So he's not from a different Resident Evil? I don't think so, you know. Is he? I don't think so. Jack Krauser, appearances, no. Um, Resident Evil 4, Resident Evil 4 Mobile Edition, Resident Evil The Dark Side Chronicles, Resident Evil The Mercenaries 3D, and something called Teppan. What the hell's Teppan?
1: He's meant to be his former training buddy. Now he's a bad guy.
0: I'm sure he's got history.
1: Well, they seem to have some history. Well... Maybe he doesn't. You don't know that
0: yet. Nope. Not right now. I'm sure we'll find out. Anyway, end of chapter. Right. Start. So, hit ratio. That was 78 and 80.
1: Uh, I got 77 and 81.
0: So, you still that 1% ahead of me. Enemies um, killed, 25 and 400.
1: Uh, 22 and 353. I'm never going to catch you on that because of
0: this That's way I went. Yeah. Um, and then died 0 and 8. I died 2 which now would be... 10? Uh, 11. 11. Yeah, so that is it. So I guess burning questions now is, where is Ashley? Is she okay? When will we see her again? Who is Krauser? Who is Krauser? Although we kind of just answered that, but still, in terms of the story, we don't know. Where is Ada? Yeah, where is Ada? Um, What's it all about? To this point, I mean, overall, you enjoyed the game. So by yeah, this yeah, point, yeah. I mean, was it roughly this point when you thought, I'm really enjoying this, I'm just going to play the rest of the game?
1: Well, it was at this point where I was thinking I'm really enjoying this. I'm just going to play the rest of the game. I'm nearly in now.
0: (laughs) Right. Okay. And then you're about five hours away from the end.
1: Yeah. But yeah. No. Yeah, no. Then I kept going and I was like, yeah, I'll find out what happens. Mm -hmm. No, it's a good game.
0: Yeah, good. Uh, Right. So have you uh, prepared anything tonight?
1: Uh, I was going to say, yes, there's a it's against the law in Haiti to turn somebody into a zombie. It turns out that um, the original meaning of the term zombie is basically from a Haitian Creole word called zombie. And it refers to a living dead or a person who doesn't have any free will or character. Mm -hmm. Um, And according to traditional um, Haitian beliefs, a person could be zombified by a voodoo doctor or a sorcerer, whatever voodoo doctor called a bokor. Yeah, And what they'd do is they would, um, through the use of dark magic, uh, bring the victim into a state of near-death or into a deep coma, and then their family would bury them, thinking that they were dead. Uh, but then the bocker would come and dig them up and revive the victim as a zombie. So basically, they'd have no free will. They'd do whatever they're told. One theory is that the zombification comes from giving them some drugs. Uh, tetradotoxin. So it's a chemical that comes from a puffer fish. So right. The Simpsons, you know, when Homer eats the puffer fish that's cut incorrectly. And he's going to die in 24 hours. He's going to die in 24 hours, yeah. But supposedly, um, it seems that uh, zombification comes from ingesting, as stated by Article 246 of the Haitian Criminal Code, substances which, without giving debt, will cause a more or less prolonged state of lethargy. So that's in Haiti why it's um, illegal to turn somebody into a zombie. Right. Yeah, I mean... You know, you can see where it comes from, where the the idea of people coming back from the dead, mm-hmm. but they're just drugged into a stupor.
0: No, it's very interesting. And I'm the puffer fish so there. Many facts about zombies. Sorry, yeah, puffer fish. Simpsons. Yeah, you can't puff- do it episode the, where I talk about the Simpsons. The, the Simpsons are underneath. it. how many episodes of the Simpsons oh, are like Fugu? it Fugu. Fugu. That's the Japanese first name
1: for it, isn't it? The puffer fish.
0: Uh, if I Google Fugu, yeah, the Fugu fish more than 60% of all fugu poisonings will end in death. After the toxin has been consumed, you have less than 60 minutes to get respiratory treatment, which is your only hope in surviving the effects of this powerful poison. So the fact that they said in The Simpsons it was going to be 24 hours, that's a bit wrong. Yeah. but I don't think I'll ever try fugu. I don't really like fish. So I'll see food. Like fish. I like I like white fish, cod, sea bream, whatever, but I don't really eat much of that. Seafood. all fish is pretty much white fish. Salmon. I mean,
1: you probably don't like other mollusks and no. shellfish and that kind of no. stuff. No, okay, shellfish
0: fair and stuff and, you know, calamari sort of thing. Not for me.
1: Oh man, I love all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Anyway. Anyway, right. Well, this episode will be getting on for 50 minutes at this rate maybe it's 45 but see the problem with doing long ones now is that if we're part of people's routine and they're like oh this will be the 40 minutes that I drive to work and then if there's extra they have to go and sit in the car park or <laughs> just catch it on, on the way home a bit maybe maybe
1: I'll
0: watch it in two goes I'll watch it halfway driving to work halfway coming back if I'm driving fair enough cool all right good night nice okay well yeah uh, thank you very much for listening once again we'll speak to you next week good night